I'm Karen. I'm Lauren. And this is Downstage Left Podcast, where we talk a little, laugh a lot, know nothing. We know nothing. So today we are going to do a little bit of a historic deep dive and then maybe turn people away where they're like, they're doing a history lesson. History fun. But it's not, uh, it's history, but in terms of like, of the stage. Stage history. Well, these episodes, I feel like are just opportunities for us to learn about ridiculous things. Yeah. So I have gone into the internet and <laughs> just get out of there. Straight it's, in. Yeah. Okay. I have gone into the internet and I have found something that I have never seen. Okay. But I really want to see. Okay. Uh, and I would like to preface this episode and most of our episodes are going to be this way but by saying this is not going to be family friendly generally sure. as a podcast um this episode particularly there's some things in this content that i'm about to discuss that are going to be kind of crazy so. content might be bananas maybe some swears definitely some swears maybe some other things <laughs> you already said you went into the internet so. i went in there we're already yeah so i i found the world of jerry springer the opera Amazing. Can I just say, do you think for some of perhaps our younger listeners that they will know who Jerry Springer is? That's a good question. I don't know. If only because it's been a minute since he was on. I feel like I'm older than you, but he was still around, I believe, in your like teenage youth-ish years. Uh Um, So maybe a little preface. Jerry Springer used to be a talk show host, (laughs) but not in like Oprah. Although I just got told the other day somebody, a young child, did not know who Oprah was. So that's sad too. Um, But... In the heyday of probably like the, what eighties nineties, talk show hosts were like extremely prevalent, and they were like it wasn't just like Ellen DeGeneres who had, and like Kelly Clarkson like there were a million a and they but it wasn't also like they did fun things like dance and like woo it was like sometimes hard hitting news stories but also a lot of like nonsense and Jerry Springer probably fell more fell into in that nonsense. yes into yeah. that category um, where his show like had fights. And people, Always. like, yeah, beating, uh, a lot of screaming and, like, getting sent to boot camps and, like, um... It was a lot of, like, drama. Like, yes. there was a lot of people on the show that had questions about their baby's paternity yeah. and things of that Although nature. Although, later, would, like, Maury, it. La- later Ma- Maury Povich would actually take that almost completely over on his Correct. own. yeah. But yeah, oh, Springer always had like, did you know your man was cheating? Yep. Let's bring everyone out on stage who's involved and like yes. see what happens. And he had a gimmick too. And I don't actually think that this appears in the opera, which is kind of a bummer. Oh my God, it's an opera? It says Jerry Springer, the opera. Amazing. So, Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, I don't think this appears in the opera, but he had this thing where like audience members could request jerry beads and and they would receive them kind of like mardi gras style where they would like flash him and then he would just throw some mardi gras beads at them i'm gonna be honest i did not know that yeah and i mean it was only women the men didn't oh, do it i mean i wish <laughs> I that think. you had been like men did it the most <laughs> it just was a lot of like shirtless men being like jerry jerry, jerry! yeah um and it's, it's dad bods too so it's all i would assume stomach. only dad bods yeah. um probably no he was so prevalent too i mean like back in his heyday that his like one of his bouncers i don't know if you he ended up getting his own like spin-off show as well because he became like so well known 
So wait, who's the bouncer? Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay, he ended up He's getting in the his, musical. Yeah, he got his own talk show. So like again, I, these these types of shows kind of don't exist in this way anymore. Like when we think of talk show, I think we really think of like Ellen. Yeah. And Harry Remember, Connick Jr. Like, had one for a Tyra hot second. Tyra Banks had one. Tyra Banks had one. Yeah, I mean it was all daytime. Yeah. It was these shows. It was like Phil Donahue and Sally Jesse Raphael, and like these people were all iconic, like quote unquote hard hitting news people, kind of. But like, yeah, it's it's not what it is now. No, it's the kind of shit I would like watch when I was sick at home because it was on. That was yeah. all that was on. It was that and like the soap operas, right? Ooh, yeah. and soap operas and yep. yeah, game shows. So I think those are the types of things where that's a little context of perhaps mm-hmm. why this was made. Because truly, at his heyday, he was like it, he was like everywhere. He was everywhere. He's a big name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jerry Springer, the opera, is a British musical, and it primarily the British don't even know him. <laughs> That's what How I mean. dare they? I don't get it. I <sighs> what a bunch of malarkey. I don't know. It's so it's written based on the show. Mm-hmm. It contains uh, treatment of Christian themes, excessive <laughs> profanity, surreal images, and a troupe of tap dancing KKK members. So that's what's going on in this show. I think the reason they call it an opera is because I don't think it's like a Mozart style where like he's like, you are not the father. Like that I don't think is happening. I mean, that'd be amazing. Uh, But I do think uh, it's because it's mostly sung through. That's what like classifies a show as an opera. So technically Les Mis is an opera, although whatever. So... (laughs) I don't, I don't think I want to consider it an opera, but like, that's fine. Uh, it says the musical is sung through with only two exceptions and Jerry Springer speaks a couple of times and then Steve Wilkos has a brief speech according to Wikipedia. The show had uh, 609 performances in London. Uh, Whoa, it ran for a minute Like then. a minute, three, uh, three years. Wow. Uh, April of 2003 to February of 2005. And then it toured in the UK. <laughs> It won four Olivier Awards, uh, including Best New Musical. This is know. like one of those things where one day maybe we'll examine, I don't know, British theater versus American theater, if only because a lot of times there's transplants both ways, right? Where like yeah. something will start on Broadway, go over to the West End and vice versa. But uh, recently during the pandemic, the Andrew Lloyd Webber YouTube channel, like Which it's, I didn't know was a thing. Well, it's, I don't even know if it's, in, it's called The Show Must Go On, but in the very beginning of the pandemic, and I don't, he, a little bit more recently, but he was putting out full shows. So like you could watch the full pro shot version of Phantom of the Opera 25th anniversary. Um, Cats, he, he just was putting those up. It was kind of cool. And they would only be up for X number of days and it was a fundraiser. You could donate to it and all the money oh. went to actors and, you know, theater type things. But... As they kind of got through the list of maybe better known, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber catalog, they started going to other things and there were some real weird ones like Dick Whittle, the story of something. Like, Uh I just remember they were very weird and I thought, well, okay, British theater, you are different than us because that is a title that I'm pretty sure did not transfer over to America. So maybe one day we'll talk about that. But yeah, it story checks out in terms of Jerry Springer, the opera, maybe doing well and getting some acclaim. Definitely. Well, they they tried to do the thing where they transplanted it to New York. In 2018, they kind of started it, and I just don't think it was successful. Like, it was off-Broadway in 2018, okay. and I don't think it ever just made it Too there. late. 2018, he'd been off the air for a while, Yeah, it's not really that relevant. Yeah. Relevant. Relevant. Words yep. are hard. Prevalent. There you go. That's See, that's what I did. You did both. I did. In one, in one word. I made a new word. Congrats. It's fine. It's fine. There are rules, I think, okay, so there's, like, a list of principal rules. I'm not going to go through all of them, but there are, like, there are rules where people 
the same actor plays two roles. Ooh, double casting? Yeah. It's like, so like Jerry Springer play, is Jerry Springer, obviously. But then there's like, John, I don't know how to say some of these names either. So sorry if I'm like just butchering them. Don't come for us. Uh, yeah. Please don't destroy me on Twitter. Jonathan Weirhouse, Weir, no, Weirhouse, I think is how you say it. He is that. He's the warm up guy for Jerry Springer. And then also he plays Satan. So things like that. No, that makes sense. Because I feel like warm up people often have to have a little sense of evil to them in order to do that job. So that, yeah. I think that translates. Yep. Uh, there is a character named Dwight uh, <laughs> who also plays God. Great. Um, I also need to point out that this musical is three acts long. Whoa, a three actor? I've ne- I don't think I've ever encountered a musical that has three acts in it. I could be wrong. Like uh, maybe some Peter of Pan. Them are- Peter Pan has three acts. But mm-hmm. is that a straight show or a musical? Musical. The musical has three acts. I believe so. Annie for sure has three acts. Oh. I, I don't like Annie, so that makes sense. The only reason why I know that is because when I did it with a high school program, every, the entire time I was there, I saw it a thousand times, and each time that we would get to a certain point, I'd be like, so we're done now? And my friend had to go, no, no, it's second act, and then we have intermission. Oof. I was like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't know. Yikes. Uh, no, Annie, you know? I mean, Annie, though. I, see, I feel like I was going to music direct Annie at one point and then the show got canceled and I maybe I just didn't read the material well enough because it gets a bad rap I think because people really love to sing tomorrow in a poor way but the show as a whole I think I think it's not as bad as people remember it being I think you're probably right my big critique of the show is the the perpetuation of unhealthy singing and young actors oh the like yelly scream yeah the screamy sort of like tomorrow thing and I've heard tomorrow done well with some like good child actors but it's so hard to do correctly uh, that I have heard it done very poorly so that's that's why my that's my big issue with Annie um so anyway this three-act musical uh opera has 48 songs in it whoa 48 uh there's 25 in the first act seven in the second act and 16 in the third act and I just did the math on my telephone because I was like I can't multitask enough to do mental math that way um (laughs) <laughs> Some of these, the song titles are sticking out to me. I'm just going yeah, like, to share a couple. Do a highlight. Yep. Uh, great. So one said, song number five in the first act is bigger than Oprah Winfrey. He might have been at a certain point it's among possible. a certain demographic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there is song number eight in the first act is Chick with a Dick. A mm-hmm. classic Jerry Springer show, I feel. Yep, definitely. Uh, Diaper Man. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I This one... Came at me and I wasn't ready for it. Mama, give me smack on the asshole. I mean, here's the thing. These are all, like, very funny song titles and amazing, like, what are the lyrics? Like, that is a deep dive to go to perhaps later. But Mm -hmm. these were all topics that he for sure had on his show. So, like, they're not, it wasn't a room of writers being like, let's, what's the, like, craziest thing? No, no, they just had to look at episode titles from his talk show. Correct. Until you get to the second and third acts. Like, these mm-hmm. are all... That was the first act. Okay. Um, you know, pole dancer, things like that. Uh, the second act features hits like Gloomy Nurses, Him Am the Devil, Am, like A-M. Uh, okay. Great. Every Last Motherfucker Should Go Down, which actually sounds more like an episode title. Uh, and then the third act is uh, Jesus and Satan Spat. Sure. Uh, Jerry Eleison. Is it surprising that there's so many 
Christian overtones? I think once we get into the plot. Okay, well, that would be my next question. I uh, we can talk about it. And I really just think I'm going to just straight read it from the Wikipedia okay, page. great. Because it's important. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Act one. Jerry Springer's frenzied audience greets Jerry as he arrives at his notorious TV talk show. His first guest, Dwight, is cheating on Peaches with Zandra. Yep. Yep. The three fight, and Jerry's security men break up the battle. Jerry is briefly admonished by his inner Valkyrie. I don't know. Okay. Dwight is also cheating with a cross-dresser named Tremont. Tremont, I think, also plays the same character. The same actor also plays Angel Gabriel. So that's just cool. It's a lot of... Okay. It's a lot of Jesus. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, okay. No, no, keep going. Um, After a commercial break, Jerry's... Which I really like. I hope that's a musical number. It's just the commercial break. Like a 30-second, like, here is a weird product. Yeah. Very possibly. And if it's not, I would like to... I mean, there's one. 48 songs. So stands to reason one of them is maybe that. It's a good point. That's a good point. Jerry's second guest, Montel, tells his partner, Andrea, that he likes to dress... Oh, yeah. He likes to dress as a baby and that he's cheating on her with Baby Jane, a woman who dresses like a little girl. That's problematic in ways that we cannot address on this show. Definitely not. Yep. Um, Jerry's warm-up man... Nope. Jerry's warm-up man contributes to Andrea's humiliation and is fired. Jerry again wrestles with his inner Valkyrie. Jerry's final guests are Chantel and her husband, Chucky. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a stripper and demonstrates a dance before her mother, Irene, arrives. Irene attacks Chantel. Chucky pleads innocence, but Jerry's secret Jerry cam, which I remember, yep. uh, Jerry cam footage shows that Chucky is a patron of the strip clubs and a Ku Klux Klan member. Yep. Yeah, so the yep. Klan... Uh, uh, comes on the stage, and the warm-up man gives Montel a gun, and the warm-up man jostles Montel, who accidentally shoots Jerry. The- what a plot trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is so many things. I, I just feel like this is very, like, the, knowing that it was written in Britain, like, checks out yeah. here. Yeah. Because they do this kind of shit sometimes. Like, shout out to British comedy. This is a funny thing, too, of, like, their understanding of uh, an American, I was gonna say, like, an American pillar, but Kind of. I mean, he really was a huge celebrity. Yeah. But it's so far what I am impressed with is the weaving together of so many batshit crazy things that happen on his show into a somewhat cohesive plot. Like, let's not get too excited, but somewhat cohesive plot. I mean... Culminating in him being shot. Yes. Okay. Did that happen on his show ever? Did he ever get shot? No, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know. Not. I'll be honest. Not a huge Jerry Springer fan, but no. certainly in college, we had a thing where our classes ended at like four, dinner didn't open till five, so we had that hour, yeah. and we had a very limited uh, cable channels to choose from. Like, we had the NASA channel, we had like a Russian-European channel, um, and one of the things we would watch from four to five was Maury Povich. Mm-hmm. So I am much more versed with Maury. Uh, the Maury Povich show, if you will, uh, because that is, we, we killed, you couldn't do anything in that hour. You we weren't going to do homework. You weren't going to no. go anywhere. You were just sitting around basically waiting for dinner. So we watched a lot of Maury together. So more versed with the people on that show than maybe what happened to Jerry. So I'll be honest too. He like, might've got shot though. It's possible. I, 
I don't think I ever really watched Jerry Springer that much. I was just, like, very cognitively aware that he was around. Yes. So, in the cultural sense, that's the thing, too. Like, I agree. I don't think I ever really watched his show. But I think culturally, you just knew, like, oh, did you, on the Jerry Springer show, like, this lady came on and punched out her mom. And it was crazy. Like, that's more what it was. We heard about Diaper Man. Yes. Yeah. 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 In the same way, like, Oprah, if you really didn't watch Oprah, but you were, like, everyone does their Oprah impression. Oh, my God. You get a car! You get a car! I'm Oprah! Like, that kind of thing. So, like, yeah. where... But you were like, I've never even seen it. I just know she gives away stuff, and it's great. Yeah. So... My mom did actually watch it. We watched sure, it a lot. Sure, of course. But, um, okay. So, Act 2 is shorter. It's only seven songs. Um, so, Jerry is found injured in a wheelchair, accompanied by his security man, Steve. The scene is purgatory. Okay. Mm-hmm. Way to work that in there. All right. Yes. Uh, a fog and shrouded wilderness. Poetic for Wikipedia. Yeah. Jerry meets ghostly versions of his talk show guests who have all suffered unpleasant fates, which checks out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jerry tries to justify his actions to the ghosts. The warm-up man arrives and is revealed to be Satan. Oh, it is the same character. I oh. thought it was a different actor. It's okay. the same character. I see. Excellent. Oh, so good. Baby Jane asks Satan to spare Jerry's soul. Well, that's nice of her, Baby Jane. Sure. Satan forces Jerry to return to hell with him to do a special show. And that's the end of act two. Wow. They felt they needed a whole act for that. Okay. Maybe the songs are really fucking long. I don't know. No, I, do you know what though? That's the thing with act, with three act musicals. Why? Just stick that into the first act, stick it into the second act. There's really no reason to have three that's how I feel about that. I would agree. Although, as far as the plot goes, it kind of does make sense because the progression, he's like on his show, sitting in purgatory yeah. for a minute, and then he goes to hell. So here's the third act. Okay. Uh, the trilogy. Jerry arrives in hell at a charred version of his earthly TV show. Actually, I, to be honest, I'm picturing the set and it sounds kind of cool. Like, it sounds like we've got a normal set, weird smoky purgatory, and then... Uh, would you swap everything out to look a like revisit. it's been burned? Yeah. yeah, a revisit of that. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds kind of neat. Okay. Um, sounds like an interesting challenge for a set designer, I think. Sure. Where you're, like, super proud and you've been working your whole life and you get a job and your parents are like, what are you What are you set designing for? Like, we're so, oh, my gosh. And you're like, oh, the Jerry Springer Opera. And they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So glad you're working. Yeah, they're really excited. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if it's like a turntable situation where like the whole shit just turns around and like, sure. just kidding, this is the back end of it. Peter loves a turntable, so very sure possible. Sure do. So anyway, charred version of his earthly TV show. The audience is locked. Oh, hang on. The audience is locked into cracks in its walls. That's dark. Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. Jerry reads cue cards produced by baby Jane that introduce Satan, who is in charge of the proceedings. This Do is it. getting weird. Okay. Satan. Satan's seeks an apology for his expulsion from heaven and wants to reunite heaven and hell. I feel like if you see this, you have to have some religious knowledge. Because if you are not somebody who is a avid and or regular churchgoer, I don't think people, like, I don't know if normal people know that that's a whole thing that... That's a good point. That Satan was cast from heaven and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I maybe only know that because I watched that show Lucifer, so... I don't know. I I wonder if it's... Maybe they do a good job of explaining it in the 
in the dialogue, you know? Maybe that's In a it. song? Is there a song that's like, here's what you need to know about heaven and hell? Maybe. I mean, th- maybe that's what Satan and Jesus spat is about. I don't well, know. Well, Jesus wasn't even really around for that. So that's, that's a weird point. thing to have him be there as well. Man, Jesus didn't know. have anything to do with uh, Lucifer being cast out. That's a good point. Yeah, I doubt He know. came later. He sure did. I don't uh, That's the extent of my religious knowledge, so we need to move off this. There, I mean, you, in this particular part of the Bible, know more than I do, so that's great. Jerry must faithfully read the cue cards, which introduce Jesus, the next guest, who resembles Montel. So they should be played by the same actor. That is the cat. Okay, that's the cast double. Jesus and Satan trade accusations. Adam and Eve are next, and they are reminiscent of Chucky and Chantel. Again, played by the same actors specifically okay. on purpose. They argue with Jesus, and Eve eventually attacks him. Mary, mother of Jesus, who represents Irene, who was the mom of the stripper, condemns Jesus, and everyone turns against Jerry, who hopes for a miracle. God and the angels arrive and ask Jerry to come to heaven and help God judge humanity. He accepts the offer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yep. He accepts the offer, but the angels and devils fight over Jerry. The talk show host finds himself suspended over a pit of flame. Okay. What? I assume that's like a trap door opens. And it's and then red? Like, yeah, like, you know, flames come up. Or, I mean, I guess this was like 2016, 2017, 2018? No, well, the first, it, no, it was like 2003. Well, I'm just saying the, the production values have come a long way, but maybe it was real flames. That seems very dangerous and probably sure insurance problems, but... I don't know. I, I got questions about how sure. this set was. Okay. So, Pit of Flames. Pit of got Flames. It. Jerry launches into a series of glib homilies, asking for his life, but finally gives up and makes an honest statement that resounds with the audience. Devils, angels, and everyone sing a hymn of praise to life. Like, Lachaim? Lachaim. I just was yeah. going to say <laughs> Sorry. Great. If you say to life, that's what I think of. That's also what I think yeah. of. And I think most theater people that are familiar with Fiddle on the Roof sure. feel similarly. Sure. Okay. Back on solid ground, baby Jane tells Jerry that he must go back to Earth. Jerry wakes up in his television studio, having been shot, his life ebbing away as he is cradled in Steve's arms. Jerry gives his final speech, and everyone is joined in sorrow. Wow. The end. Oh, it ends that way? Wow. That's how it ends. Okay. So many thoughts. I Same. It's an interesting thing that they took Jerry Seinfeld. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. man. <laughs> Jerry Springer. Great. And turned... I don't think he's a bad guy. I actually think he did some good stuff. I, I He wasn't problematic that I'm remembering. Um, please don't, again, if that is untrue, don't come at us. Don't it's been at. a minute since he's been relevant. But... It's weird that they chose to turn him into kind of a religious allegory. Yes. And took what it truly was a batshit crazy show and made it into a very specific uh, battle for his soul. Yeah. It's weird. And then they were like, but we want to sing and dance while we do it. So <laughs> to like lighten the mood. I am so curious about like what it sounded like. So, Jerry saw it and had a reaction. <laughs> sure. It's not, I mean, that's a little... Did he love it? Say. He, here's the quote. He said, well, when I saw it, it, when it opened, they invited me to see it in the West End in London. I thought they did a really good job. I mean, I'd prefer if it were about someone else. It was awkward for me to watch. For one, it's about yourself, so there's no common experience. That's valid. Yep. Um, there's no one I can ask, like, gee, how did you feel? Uh, I can't call, like, I can't call Carmen or Figaro and say, like, how did you feel about your opera? See, these are, like, very, like... He's a smart guy. He's He's a very smart smart guy. Yeah. Uh, So it's just a very personal moment, and I can't express to anybody. 
Uh, and then I felt a little bit awkward because as I was watching it, everyone was looking around me looking for my reaction and it was uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah. Sort of if you like, go, good job, but it was weird. Well, if you go see Jer- the Jerry Springer musical and you are like, Jerry maybe, Springer? well, you're, no, you're like two rows back and to the right. And then you notice Jerry Springer is there. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to be like one eye on the stage, one eye on him because you're going to want to see like, did he authorize this? Is this like a lifetime movie that's unauthorized? Was it, did, did they do it in a way that is like a sweet send up of him? You know, like a little nod, like a little homage, like what did it look like? But yeah, I'm sure it was like a surreal thing to also, because so many of those things did happen for him to be like, oh yeah, we did do a show where that diaper man baby came on and we did do that. You know what I mean? Where Jesus was there. Yeah. I don't know. And what is I would I would love to know what his like religious background is where like is that why they did that because they were like well, we did a deep dive on Jerry Springer and he loves religion and so this will be perfect we'll marry his two things you know that's a very good question yeah I'm gonna guess that he maybe is not super religious but that's just a straight guess I have no idea and now it just feels like we need to like offline do a little like Jerry Springer deep dive all right like I said I really I mean and it's been a minute but I don't remember him being. Like, I don't think he ever, aside from the things happening on his show, I don't remember there ever being, like, a scandal where he, like, I mean, right now, a lot of weird things are happening, but I don't ever remember him, like, they, nobody ever found him with, like, uh, like his, young... like, KKK robes in his closet, and they were like, well, shit. Yeah. So, to me, he did pretty well, but I don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point, because, like, a lot of people are coming out and, like, mm, they were weirdly rapey with people or something. You know what I mean? Like, there's things like that that are happening. Me too. All the stuff All the that's too. coming out, you know? Um, So, yeah, we've never heard anything like that that I know of. Again, yep. don't come at me, internet. Um, yeah. I just got out of there, so. Yeah, don't go back in. Don't go back in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's, um, there's, obviously, there were some protests, Christian protests at BBC facilities, um, at certain venues, uh, there's an organization called Christian Voice, and I don't know what they do. Um, yeah, he did have, obviously, I think some of that kind of thing, just by virtue of the guests that he, he had on. Um, yeah. So they tried to, like, Jerry Springer the Opera tried to donate to some cancer charity that Christian Voice was sponsoring, and they rejected it because they were like, dude, your show is crazy. Here's what the entry says. It claimed... That it warned the charity of accepting cash from a show full of filth and blasphemy would be a public relations disaster. So they were like, we cannot take these 3,000 euros from you. So sorry. Fine. <laughs> um, it does okay. say there's, I mean, a sure. whole, <laughs> there's a whole section in this wiki or entry that talks about the profanity of the show. Yeah, I guess. Broad, mm-hmm. I mean, shows really not known for profanity laden things. Yeah. So it says that there are. Uh, the show is accused of including 8,000 obscenities. It's like a Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, that's yeah. a lot. 8,000 is a lot. It says uh, over the show's 120-minute runtime, that would imply that there were 66 obscenities in a minute. <laughs> so that might not be right. Maybe that's an exaggeration. I don't know. Yeah, how is that? I, I mean, good for you, show. Good for you. The Daily Mail claimed a figure of 3,168 mentions of the word fuck, so that's cool. Which is weird because I feel like his show obviously had bleeps and whatnot. Yeah. But I don't think it was that profanity-laden, but No. Well, and it does say, according to the BBC investigation, there were only 96 uses of the word fuck, so... 
I, I like that there was an investigation. Uh, they, they went in. Again, Maybe think they about didn't rewrite. You're, you're working for the BBC, and you're so excited to get, like, your first assignment, and they're like, it's a pretty big deal, <laughs> and they're like, you have to go watch the Jerry Springer opera, and then please report back how many fucks happen. Thank you so much. And you're like, I can't, I have my dream job of working for the BBC. Correct. And so what I really is like... How many fucks were given is the actual oh, question. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Remove that from the podcast. I'm yeah. leaving it in. So this show, this is probably the last thing I will mention here. Sure. It was recorded uh, sometime as a BBC special, I think. I think that's what this is in 2005. And it's on IMDb. And so there's a whole like Q&A section on IMDb that's like bananas. Great. <laughs> there's, it's, oh, sorry, FAQ. Um, and it's crazy uh, there are questions like is it a real opera does this show jesus christ in a diaper does the show claim that all women's are horse sluts and prostitutes the answer to most of these is no by the way like great somebody took some time to be like, like no women aren't all tell me about prostitutes. It. yeah does the show no it doesn't um is there graphic nudity nudity no um is it violent yes is there a lot of swearing yes i picture some mom like their kid has been like, mom, I just want to see the Jerry Springer opera. And they're like, I don't even know what that's about. Hang on. Let me do some, let me do some research. Like, I can't just let you go see the show. I'm a responsible parent. Hang on a second. And then you're like typing in and like, are, are all women, uh, sluts, prostitutes and whores? Oh no. Okay. Great. Uh, is there swearing? Ooh, a lot. It looks like, I mean, like what, who is asking these things? Like if you're going to go see this musical, You've already accepted that it's going to be bananas. It's going to be nice. There's no need to find out how bananas. Like, find out for yourself. That's the joy of theater. Yeah. Does the show pre- depict Jesus Christ as a flamboyant homosexual? No. Uh, That's does, a very specific question, I feel, but okay. He does, and I think this is why. The answer to that is no. Satan and his hordes are mocking Jesus, saying he's gay, and defends himself by saying he isn't, and then he says, actually, I'm a bit gay. Uh, but that's the only mention of it in the show, and the the writers claim everyone is a bit gay. And that sounds like, very British to me. Like, actually, I'm a bit gay. Yep. <laughs> so that's a line in the show. Fine. What a choice. It's a choice. It's the only... This is the banana shit. It's the only musical ever to win all four best musical awards. The What's On Stage Awards, the Olivier, the Evening Standards, and the Critics Circle. I'm going to go ahead and guess it's all British stuff. It's... That's like their EGOT. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yep. So there's that. It also won some stuff like some supporting role after people got sure honored, sound design, sure. things like that. Best actor. I guess maybe Jerry Springer won that one. So congratulations. Uh, I mean, this is amazing. I'm so sad it kind of doesn't sound like it exists in a way that we could go see it. That's like the sadness of some of these. I guess the next step would be, What's can fine? we get the rights and like do it where <laughs> within my, no, just kidding. We would never do this, but we could not. Uh, here's a question. Does the show depict Jesus Christ as having a fecal fetish? The answer to that is also no. There's a lot of questions about Jesus on this. Now it feels like someone just got confused and had like a lot of questions about Jesus and somehow got onto this like IMDb FAQ mm-hmm. and was just like, I'm going to, I've got so many questions about Jesus. I'm just going to ask here. It looks like people are answering. Yeah. Someone's, someone's keeping up with this. There's 22 questions in all. Very good. Um, there's also one review. Amazing. <laughs> that is, well, there's actually 11 user reviews, but there's one that is um, highly rated and I'm going to read it. Okay. Okay. Here it is. To begin with I Hate With a Passion, The Jerry Springer Show. As soon as it comes on, off goes the TV. But with Jerry Springer, the opera is different. 
the writing is not great in this review. No, no, no. We'll we'll allow for yeah. writing. Yep. So, Act 1 deals with typical Jerry Show characters' secrets and desires. Act 2, well, without mentioning too many spoilers, let's just say Act 2 is a roller coaster ride of Jerryisms and religious theory. This is an opera, and some of the operatic moments with the high sopranos hitting the notes that makes the dog wonder what the hell was that. On the other hand, I don't know. On the other hand, there are some tunes that are rather hummable. <laughs> if I ever write a song, that's what I hope someone is like, oh, it's hummable. It's hummable. Yeah. Uh, I'll come back to that. because I actually... don't want to sing the full words and stuff, but I will hum well, the like, hell out of this. Here's the thing. I do think that that is a measure of a musical. Like, are the songs catchy? Do they stay with you? You know? Because, yeah. like, I feel like there's some musicals where that is not true. Like, Titanic the musical, excellent show, beautiful. I could not sing one of those songs. I've seen it. I couldn't sing or hum one of those songs to save my freaking life. Yeah. Like, if you had gone to my head and be like, sing from Titanic, I'd be like, I'm dead. You would just go into My Heart Will Go On and then be like, I thought this is what you meant. Please don't kill me. Please yeah. don't kill Yeah. But I mean, that's my point. So anyway, Hummable. It is a well-produced show with lots of technical magic where Jerry Spring, yeah, Jerry Springer the opera steps into a whole new level in its use of language. If the HBO series Deadwood made you blush, okay, it's very specific. Yeah. Jerry Springer will take you to a whole new level of conceivable swear words and blue actions. Blue meaning, of course, like dirty. Sure. Great. Um, Who wrote this? I really appreciate time traveler. (laughs) I really appreciate, like, the inclusion of, like, the the blue joke idea. But also, like, the writing here is bad. Uh, I do not think you could do the show without it. But without the fucks, the show would seem out of place. Great. If that kind of thing bugs you, watch something else. And you will not have anything to complain about. If you are okay with foul language, for the sake of art, enjoy the show. What? <laughs> for the sake of art. Okay. Great. One more thing, mm-hmm. the review says. That's a quote. One more thing. This show deals with religious themes in a very non-standard way. And if you don't like seeing or hearing bad things about Mary, Jesus, or the big guy himself, then you are going to have some issues. The end. I like Six that- out of seven people found this review <laughs> Oh, sure. I, I like that at the very end, like, blue language and things like that. And then they're like, oh, but also religious stuff also be, be cool. Like, uh, okay. Uh, oh, man. This is, I think we should have maybe, like, a little bit of a rating, okay? So, like, okay. on a scale of, let's, what's a fun, what's a fun scale to have? Uh, uh, roses thrown on stage. So, like, we'll go old school with yeah. it, right? Uh, zero roses being zero interest would not see it good luck everybody and then five roses that's kind of expensive just kidding i have five roses yeah it's great great. five whole dollars Um, budget thing budget thing yeah but five roses being like would buy my ticket orchestra center their opening night okay where would you live so i would probably should we i'm sorry because this is the jerry springer show we should maybe say diapers. So zero diapers <laughs> thrown on stage. Don't want to see it. Five diapers thrown on stage. Front row set. I think I would like, I would live in like a three diaper. Three diapers? Yeah, because I'm very curious about it, but I do not want to sit in the front and center because this feels like the type of show where like they pick on the audience. Well, you make eye contact and it'd be terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't want Satan to like be like, that one looks like she'd be on the show. Like, I don't want yeah. any of that. Yeah. Um, I don't generally like to be in the show when I audience participation. It. Hate it. No thanks. Uh, and I have a face that people like to pull on stage. 
which makes no sense because I have resting bitch face. But maybe that's why they're like they're you're like, like a challenge. Hilarious. Yeah, you're like a challenge. That's it. So yeah, I I would like to sit quietly in the back, observing what's going on. I would like to side eye the 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 religious people that came to see it, not knowing what was going on. Yeah. But this one to me is more of a okay because that I feel like. There's a million stories, and I have, like, friends who this genuinely happened to, where, like, Book of Mormon... Okay, yes! I was right? just gonna bring this yeah. up! Great. Where Book of Mormon is a thing that you might get tricked about, where you think, this is a show about Mormons, or, like, this is gonna be great, if you really have no idea what it's about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have had friends that have, like, oh, we've got season tickets, and Book of Mormon came through, and we went to see it, and then they walked out halfway through, because... If you don't know what it is, like, give it a listen and figure it out. But right. it is certainly, it is about Mormons technically, yeah. but certainly not in a way that, uh, speaking of shows with swears and stuff. Jesus, yeah. And Jesus. And um, Jesus is in there. Great. But, um, to me, the Jerry Springer opera yeah. holds no mystery. Like, yeah. y- unless you genuinely don't know who it is, but then why would you go see that musical? Correct. Uh, my friend actually went to see the Book of Mormon when it came to Detroit, and she, like, sat down, right? And she is sitting in, in this theater, and these people, very nice, come sit next to her. And they're, you know, she's like, hi, how are you? Great, awesome. This is back when we could, like, sit next to people, and it wasn't weird. And she, they turned to her, and they were like, so are you also a Mormon? And she oh, went, no. oh, my God. Oh, no. And so the whole time she did the thing where, like, Jerry Springer was there. She's, like, side-eyeing. Yeah. Yeah, and she was like, they're going to hate this. And apparently they thought it was They had a good sense of humor about it, and they thought it was funny. See, and that's the thing. If you have a good sense of humor about it, it isn't necessarily... They don't They don't come at them too hard. Like, it's a very funny show in, that, in some of the things that they address. But, man, if you really... If you had a bad sense... I mean, it's like a recipe for... I'm walking out after the first act. Correct. I'm walking out mid-first act. I also think, too, like, the Book of Mormon, and it kind of sounds like maybe Jerry Springer the Opera is the same way, it's more a commentary on the evolution of religion. Correct. As told by the creators of South Park, but... Correct. <laughs> I think that this kind of feels like the same thing. We're like, we've got all these religious themes, but also we're going to talk about, like, how evolution happens in the world of religion which is a funny place to like where you're like what how can we contextualize this how can we how can we take this very sort of lofty religious idea like what will make it i know jerry springer like it's just a weird thing only because musical theater is wrought with uh religious overtones i mean you literally have shows called jesus christ superstar Superstar. godspell Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Like, there are a lot of shows out there that sort of tackle really very like, specifically religious things. Andrew Lloyd Webber was real into that. That's for like, sure. Yeah. Uh, and, then I mean, Cats, and this is another time, but that is, uh, a lot of religious nonsense in that where, what is it about? Are they talking about heaven? It's unclear. Bad shit crazy and unknown. But... I'm just saying, inter- another Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, yeah, I mean, he didn't write the story for that one, so that's a little bit different, but... Well, oh, still, still, still. There's uh, no story. But, just in general... Well, that's the whole point. So, it's an interesting thing that somebody would be... And I get it, maybe the creative process of saying, well, what can we... How can we do it differently? Like, well, how can, what, what would be different about this? And then being like, I know. Let's, let's pick a thing that hasn't been relevant, although back then, a little bit more so, but, you know, that honestly might not stand the test of time either, where... At a certain point, we're not going to know who Jerry Springer is to be like, let's base our whole musical on it and then shove in uh, some religious overtones to it. So not overtones. It's just sorry, some religious uh, in the face, uh, (laughs) punch in the face, face. Jesus time. Yeah, I do appreciate, though, that I I 
don't remember ever seeing this, but I do know that he used to give his final thoughts. Yes, his final thoughts. Yeah. And that is, and I didn't he used to say take care at the end of Yeah. Yeah. So that's a whole song, uh, which Amazing. I adore. I just think that's really cute that it's like Jerry gives his final, final thought speech because, duh. It was always very good. His final thoughts were always very, like, poignant and very reflective he's a smart man yeah so clearly they were always kind of that but you were but it's like jerry you're giving final thoughts on a man who appeared in a diaper in love with a stripper diaper where like Mm -hmm. you your final thoughts can only like how are you tying this back to humanity good luck so and he did for the most part that's the thing see i don't know that i've ever like experienced them but i do adore that they've just like added it in there it's super cute so yeah that's uh that's the jerry springer musical uh sorry opera thank you yeah Let's okay. Let's get it right. Uh, That's the part of the title. It is Jerry Springer colon the opera. opera, Of course. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for taking us on that journey. My pleasure. I think we're all better for it, and certainly, is there a cast recording? Oh, I don't know. Okay, it doesn't say on the Wikipedia. Okay, um, which tells me probably not. I don't know. It ran for six hundred. What did you say? Eight hundred? Six hundred? Six hundred and nine runs or performances i feel like there's a million cast recordings for shows that ran less than that well that's your uh listening audience that is your homework for today is to try and find a cast recording of this show or perhaps a bootleg there may be a dvd available of the the uk thing if you can find it on like a ebay or something (laughs) get on that upload it to youtube let's all take a moment and watch the jerry springer jerry springer colon the op great Thanks, Lauren. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Karen, for listening. Three diapers. Three diapers.